Um, so I initially recorded an introduction to this podcast yesterday, doing the thing that I normally do, which is to go for a walk um, somewhere nice. So you YouTube people have something nice to watch while you're listening to me. Uh, and then today, while I was editing the show, um, turns out that the audio was pretty much unusable because there was a little bit of a breeze. It wasn't even what I would call a windy day, but there was a bit of a breeze and it was just hitting my microphone in such a way that you couldn't hear what I was saying at all. Um, that's not the first time that's happened. I, If I had more money, I would get some proper recording equipment, but I don't have more money. Um, so you're just stuck with this plain... Um, Egyptian cotton colored wall behind me instead of uh, a nice field, which is where I was yesterday. Um, I'm going to keep the introduction relatively short because uh, my guests, plural on this podcast, uh, Vicky and Francis, um, have plenty to say, and I don't want to kind of use too much time on my usual wafflings. A um, couple of things to say about the episode, though, before it starts. One is, and I promise I'm not going to do this often, but for this episode, if you're listening on one of the podcasting apps, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever, um, I would really encourage you to jump over to YouTube um, to have the visual as well as the audio. Um, even if you're not kind of watching it the whole time, you can have YouTube running in the background while you're doing other stuff. The reason for that is that I recorded this in person with Vicky and Francis which I haven't done before. These podcasts have all been over Zoom. And I have a setup here that works pretty well to record stuff, over, not over Zoom, but over video video call. Um, and I didn't really know what I was doing when we were recording it in person. So I've got this very nice microphone, which works perfectly when I'm here talking into it. But when there were three of us trying to all share the same microphone, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's the microphone or the software that we were using or whatever, it just meant that the audio came out a little bit not not as clear as I would have liked it to. Um, so I felt while I was editing it that without the visuals, at times it was quite hard to hear what was being said. Um, so sorry about that. Um, I, I, I do this by myself. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm learning as I'm going. Um, so it's it, it's not ideal audio wise, but I think with the video, it works with the video. You can hear everybody. The other reason why it's potentially worth jumping over onto YouTube is that there are occasionally visual moments. Um, Francis in particular occasionally gets up and demonstrates stuff. He he shows how he prayed when he was in the mosque and, and that kind of thing. Um, so it's it, it's it's worth having the visual as well, if you can. If not, I hope the audio is clear enough. Um, but uh, forgive me if it isn't. Um, so just very quickly, I'll tell you a bit about Vicky and Francis. They, they, I mean, we introduced them at the start of the show, so I don't want to kind of repeat any of that stuff, but just to say Vicky is, uh, an old friend. I've known her for, for a long time. Um, and she's somebody who I really love and admire. And one of the things that I love and admire about Vicky is her really unique and special way of working with people with learning difficulties. Um, and I think the thing that I admire about Vicky's relationship with people with learning difficulties, which you'll see in this conversation with Francis, Francis is one of the people who Vicky works with who has Down syndrome, um, is Vicky doesn't do that thing of being the professional helper who elevates herself above the people who she's helping. 
So she doesn't do the thing of talking to talking to people like this. Are you, do you need another drink? She doesn't do any of that kind of stuff. Um, she treats Francis very much like her equal. Um, and for as long as I can remember, Vicky has had that kind of outlook about working with people with learning difficulties. So she doesn't talk down to him. Um, she pushes back sometimes on stuff that he says and vice versa. Um, and they just have a really cool relationship in which, yeah, in which it kind of uh, the, 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 the difference between a neurotypical person and a neurodiverse person or whatever doesn't feel that important. They are just friends who have a really cool relationship. Um, Francis actually calls Vicky his sister-in-law um, for various reasons. And it's, it is very much like being with a brother and sister hanging out with the two of them, um, both in terms of the love that they have for each other, but also in the way in which they kind of occasionally squabble with each other and that kind of stuff. I hung out with Vicky and Francis before and after recording this and Vicky's husband, Matt, as well. Um, and it was just really, I just loved being with them. Uh, it's such a such a cool little... Uh, you could almost call it a family that they have um yeah re- really fun creative lovely people um i don't think i'm going to say a huge amount else at this point uh i'm just going to hand over to the conversation with vicky and francis so i hope you enjoy it i hope you're able to hear it well enough and if not i'm really sorry um and do check out well i won't talk about it now because we talk about it in the podcast but do check out blink dance theater and their social media stuff which i'll put the links in the show notes um to get more from vicky and francis and the people who they work with with much better audio than this podcast um so thanks for being here thanks for listening and i will see you on the end at the end for a little bit of housekeeping um, but for now enjoy vicky and francis So I've met Francis one or twice, once or twice before, but um, really this is the first time we're properly hanging out and getting to know each other a little bit. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you guys want to say a little bit about what you do? Tell us about Blink and kind of how you guys know each other and that kind of stuff. Yeah, so who are you? Hello, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so it begins. <laughs> um, so I'm... I'm Vicky, yeah, as Tim said, and um, me and Francis have known each other for well over a decade now. Um, that's why you're going grey. That's why you're going grey. <laughs> <laughs> this is that. This is that. Um, <laughs> we met at, in a dance class. Um, in, and it's called Amiki Dance Theatre, and they're resident at the Lyric Theatre in Hammersmith. And there's like maybe 40 or 50 people that go to Amiki. Um, and we decided a few, about eight years ago now, or nine years ago, that we were going to set up our own company, um, which had a similar sort of beliefs as Amiki, so it's like inclusive, but it would give us a chance to direct our own shows because there's too many people in Amiki for everyone to direct. There's not enough time for everyone. Um, and we also all like hip hop a lot. And cool. Wolfgang, who's the um, director of Amiki, he likes opera, um, which we, we do like opera, but we wanted to do something that was a bit more like, 
with hip hop and um that sort of thing. Didn't we? So and we just got on really well as friends with Delson and Cap who also joined. Um so yeah, that's how Blink was born. Wanna say anything else? Am I co am I co director? You're a co director. Blink. So how the, so so there are there were four of you in Blink. There are four of us. There in are Blink. four of you now in Blink, but mm-hmm. a slight lineup change, right? There's yeah. people who've come and gone over that time, mm-hmm. and the four of you who are there are all co-directors. Is that right? Yeah. Cool. So we're one of the only companies, I think, who have learning disabled legal directors of our company. I think we okay. are. It's quite unusual, yeah. um, and it means that all of the creative decisions. So every, all the shows we want to make, like whether we decide to work with children or adults or um, animals. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But like, <laughs> what, what, what we, we decide as a group, like who we want to work with, what we're going to make our shows about, um, where we want our money to go. So if we have some extra cash, like um, we decide we want to do karaoke with it instead of putting it in the bank. <laughs> Quiet or like ordering pieces for everyone. <laughs> um, and like... So all of the strategy and all of the creative decisions we make as a four. And so Delson um, is another director and he's non-verbal. So we have like a good... So non-verbal, non-verbal means so he can't speak. He right? can't speak. So he has his kind of like own way of communicating and he does like lots of choosing and he has his iPad. What do you mean choosing? What does that mean? He, um, he, um, um, the reason why he can't talk because he chooses uh, he's got uh, like a pad or okay. an iPad and he like tells us what to do with his iPad with uh, Dr. Love. Yeah. And um uh, and and he just um uh, he just like to choose what to press on his iPad. Like if it's uh Bart Simpson he'll play it. If it's East Enders he'll play it. Okay. And then um if it's um, if you are in for in love with a different person, he'll he'll push the button on his pad and he plays that kind of love song for them. Oh, cool. and, so and, this was in our show, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, okay. So so Delson like um has only ever used his iPad until recently, like for quite practical things. So he used his iPad to say, if we're in a restaurant, I want a fizzy drink, or I want a hot drink, or I want chips, or I want salad. Got it. Um, and we actually decided because we had a yeah we had like a residency at Battersea Arts Centre. We were selected for a residency there, and we started to use the iPad more creatively. Mm-hmm. So I think we're the world's first, possibly people that have done like. Macaton iPad wrap. Oh, yeah. It's pretty niche. <laughs> it's pretty niche. Um, so he's like been using it to like write poetry um, and to like go on a date scene. So like there's a character who is verbal in our show and like they have this like date together where they sort of like navigate the iPad and like make this really cool like poem about like the streams and the mountains and like sausage rolls. Um, <laughs> and, and scotch eggs, yeah. Um, and, then, um, and then the part of it, uh, the part of it that he wears um, in Doctor Love, he he just wears like a golden cape. Yeah, so he plays two characters. So he plays Doctor Love as well. He's like this 
um, quite disgruntled, like quite grumpy love guru. Okay. Um, and like, so you go into like the doctor's surgery, um, either as a couple or, or one person, and he gives like advice on his iPad. Yeah. So you oh, tell oh. you tell him the problem that you've got. Yeah. And then he chooses something. So yeah. sometimes he might choose like um like it's all his own choices as well. So sometimes it might be like the Fulham football song. Okay. okay. <laughs> so you just like poured your heart out to him, and he's like, okay. right, and he like takes yeah. ages to decide, and then you're like, what? The f- Am I allowed to swear? Yeah, yeah, oh. you can swear, go for it. Fuck, my, why are you giving me this advice? Like, and he's just like, yeah, give me what your money, off you go. <laughs> What random things in his pad, and then um, myself and Vicky and everyone used to act it out. Yeah, sometimes we act it oh, out. Oh, okay, okay. So sometimes, like when he was in a, you actually went in as a pregnant person, didn't you, to the surgery? You were yes. you were dilating. He's <laughs> <laughs> pretending. pretending, yeah, because you were doing your acting. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. Like, he actually picked the pregnancy breathing one, so you were like, <gasps> yeah. like doing it along with it, which was pretty funny. Yeah. That's cool. What show yeah. is that in? That's Girl Meets Boys. So yeah, that's going to okay. be touring. And we we had to just before when the pandemic hit, we were one week away from doing a national tour with Girl Meets Boy. Okay. Um, and, and we're going to be touring it in spring. Yeah. And then um, in, um, in Girl Meets uh, Boy, um, we did a uh, kind of this idea that I came up with. Um, um, my um, now my name is uh, Francis, and my stage um, many people. My stage name is Baby Francesca. Okay, okay. So, um, so, um, so we played this game that we played in Gilmore's Boy. Is a um, what's the game they play? Uh, it's like a game show, right? Yeah, like right. a game show. So, for example, um, there's like a heart, like a heart shape, mm-hmm. and I was I I I was behind of the heart shape, and you are allowed to have three contenders um to sign mm-hmm. as as Wikile. It's kinda of like yeah, like, like a Wiki Lake, Lake show, but okay, it's like a dating yeah. a dating contestant dating yeah, show. Okay, cool. And then and then I have to like um I was the um um my stage name Francesca needs to introduce the act onto yeah. the stage. So for example if it's a uh, Vicky, I bring Vicky out on stage. And then I'll tell Vicky what is your what is your what is your passion on stage, and then you show the passion. The on talent, stage. yeah. You have to give us like show your talent. Okay. Yeah. Show cool. your talent and then you find stage. us our ideal man or woman. Yeah. Now, so I am a big fan of Blink, and I've come to see one or two of your shows, mm. and and I haven't seen Boy Meets Girl yet, but I'm looking forward to seeing Girl Meets Boy. Everyone does that. So what? Classic, putting the man first. Such a, such a pig. <laughs> um, but um, for the people who are going to be listening to this or watching it on YouTube, who haven't heard of Blink before, and if they're listening and thinking that sounds awesome, how do I get to see that? How would they go about getting tickets? Have you got a website that they can jump onto? Best thing is to follow us on social media. So okay. um, on Instagram, it's Blink dot dance dot theater. Okay. And then I on Twitter, it's, it, um, it's uh, Blink. Uh, actually, that's your version of this. No, don't give him... Francis does this thing where he, he's, like, super, like, 
to me, like marketing man, but always gives the wrong way. (laughs) (laughs) So like you've got the style and I've got the facts. So we need we need to we need to bring it together. (laughs) So So, so, I'll I'll put the link in the show notes just yeah thank you Um, but I I mean definitely for you guys who are watching um, or listening 100% Blink's Instagram is the most joyful Instagram account you'll ever see like it honestly (laughs) makes me so happy following you guys it's all such like apart from just seeing your shows and everything which is great in itself but just the whole mood of it is so creative and colourful and playful and I love it it makes me really happy following you guys so check them out thank you Blink dance.theatre yeah. yeah and then all, all. Twitter is blink in capitals underscore dance blink in capitals in capitals I'll put the link in the show notes. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, we just before we move on um, we did one show where me and Francis it's the first time we directed a show together like recently it's just finished um, where so it was in a minibus and it was I think some really bad um, I'm going to explain it first and then you can add your ideas in. Um, so basically it was Francis's story that he wrote. Um, and because a lot of our audiences have learning disabilities, um, they were like in their bubbles, not being able to like come back out of lockdown for longer. So they came in their bubbles in their own minibus from their community centre and then the um, show happened like on the glass of the minibus. So we had like foam and like um lots of like crazy costumes that Francis designed all these like magical creatures and um yeah it was just really cool like because I think that a lot of people what we're trying to do is like a lot of people learning through it is like they are getting like more added into um theatres and stuff but they'll often go to like a uh something with a lot of words like a musical and they might have like a carer and a and a person's seat like on the on the outside or at the front or something but it's not made for them Mm -hmm. so people aren't often in the center and i think we wanted to do something that was actually designed and that a lot of people that didn't have learning disabilities came and they were like oh it's really cool but i didn't really understand it and i was like that's not what it was about it's not for you to understand it's kind of nice to flip it because a lot of people that are neurotypical came and they're like what was the concept and it was like Francis wrote a really cool story about aliens and tornadoes and, you know, it was, like, not to be understood in that That's way. Awesome. It was to be understood, like, in a sensory way and yeah. just to kind of, like, let go of your, like, um, like need to always, like, make sense of stuff and be yeah. comfortable with just, like, being in the moment. And I kind of felt like, yeah, I was, like, really proud of us for doing that. That's really cool. Um, I've got a, a guy who I used to work with in my previous job who... Um, I didn't really get to know it very well, but he, he looked after like our accessibility stuff for the mm-hmm. website that I was working for. And one of the things that he would say is that when you make something accessible for everybody, mm-hmm. it makes the experience better for everybody. Mm-hmm. So let's say, for example, when you're designing a website and someone who's visually impaired, who's blind, can't see it, so you need to make it accessible for a screen reader, mm-hmm. actually designing your website in that way makes it a better website for mm. people who can see as well yeah. because it's clearer, it's neatly laid out and that mm. kind of thing. So there's something about what you're doing there with the minibus mm. about doing something which is accessible, which means it's, it's just a better experience for, mm. for everybody who's involved, yeah. even the people who are potentially challenged by it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah find it difficult. Yeah, we've been doing like um, this uh, venue training. So it's like... Um, 
it's called are you ld friendly so are you learning safety friendly coming into different venues and like seeing uh, sort of like challenging because a lot of ven- venues they have like ramps and they have hearing loops and accessible toilets and stuff which is great but actually um for people with learning disabilities there's still a lot of learning to do about how to make your language simple how to make things visually accessible um, how to talk to people and how to support them like to and from the theatre as well so there's a, a lot of stuff that people aren't quite there with yet um but it's like our mentor Jess Tom who's who's done who's like being ahead of like something called like the relaxed venue um movement mm-hmm. and so she's trying to correct me where she's trying to like oh, make yeah, yeah she's um trying to make like all venues relaxed and her thing is like you know actually by making um your venue inclusive um, it's like a catalyst for creativity. It's something that's really exciting. It shouldn't yeah, just be an yeah. add-on. It's actually something that's like, you know, for a lot of people, like Francis was saying, um, like having massage chairs and stuff. Yes. And like, you know, I'd be up for that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> it's like a kind of pie-in-the-sky idea, but it's like, who wouldn't be up for that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you go to the theatre, it's so uncomfortable. Yeah. With your wooden chairs. I'm well up for that. Yeah, yeah. Massage chairs. Massage chairs in the theatre for the win. You want a massage massage chair in the theatre at the BAC? Is what you're saying, isn't it? Yeah. So when you go to the entrance, you just get to sit in the massage chair. Right. So do you want to say anything about the minibus show? Because you were going to say something just now, and then we introduced the show. What What did you want to say about the minibus show? I liked it. I liked it. What was your story? What was your idea? You forgot. <laughs> Yeah, that's our uniform, isn't it? It's just our old one. And then the new one, <laughs> the new one that we could wear for this one is black, but you have to match what we have to wear. So this one, we have to wear a yellow neon shirt. Oh, okay. Where you go on the side. Cool. And for the pants, no, for the trousers, yeah, for the trousers, for that grey. And the trainers was that like, way too. Okay, okay. And then um, we got that like, our own different style of uh, hoodie jackets. Okay. So, so we um, so I have like a I got my own hoodie black jacket. Yeah. And she has like, her own black hoodie jacket too as well. Okay. And then we we all have to match and score glasses. <coughs> That's cool. And I've done. I've done, it's like a, a part of a rap thing, oh, yeah? a rap song that we, um, that you taught me, um, in, um, Blackfoot. In Blackfoot. In Blackfoot. Don't make me rap. <laughs> Don't make me rap. <laughs> I saw what your face then. No, I, I, no, I want to do it. Okay, go on then. Okay. Is it when I say car wash, you say yeah. candy floss? When I say car wash, you say candy floss, car wash. Candy floss. Car wash. Candy, candy floss. floss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, I, I've, I've, I've done it in my own way, my own version from it. 
So I'm gonna introduce you now. Okay. So, um, so, um, I eat my, so, um, so, um, what do you mean? I, um, what do you mean? I eat the kind of loss. I watch it clean. Nice. nice. Woo! <laughs> we did actually give everyone candy floss at the end because you, we said, yeah. oh, I don't know if you've got enough money to give everyone candy floss and you were like, yeah, that's was, what uh, it, oh, all of it was that's just Zoe's idea no it wasn't Zoe's idea because Zoe was trying to say maybe Canfoss is a bit annoying as well yeah. and you were like I said Canfoss and I won that damn Canfoss you were right I respect that yeah I want Canfoss and we were, and everyone was like why why Canfoss and I said why not yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a director why do you want to have fans on the bus that smell like burning that's what I want. So that's what we did. Yeah. And it smell like burning. <laughs> well, Francis, like for the tornado bit, yeah. you wanted it to smell like burning. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we got this, like, our designer got a smell which she dripped onto these handheld fans that smelled like burning. No way. And we didn't realise it's quite, well, obviously we did, but we didn't think about it. We were so concerned that Francis got what he wanted as a director. We didn't think about quite a few people with autism coming that would be like, what the fuck? Why is it burning? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was fine because we just gave an announcement at the beginning and, um, Stories when it was raining really, really oh. heavily. You posted some stories about that. Otherwise, they might get bored. 
<laughs> but we are we did have a video of it. Yeah. So maybe we can let everyone know where to find the video. Yeah, you yeah. can leave a link to it but I'll probably can show notes as well. Cool. So yeah, yeah, you had a costume with eyeballs and things like that. Oh cool. Yeah. Cool. Um I mean, yeah, I, I just again reiterate that I think what you guys do is so cool and so creative and I'd really encourage everyone listening or watching to, to go check it out. Um but I also wanted to talk to you guys about um well the podcast's god or whatever and we generally talk on the show about people's beliefs and sometimes religion not always religion but religion comes up a lot um, and faith and that kind of stuff and what people think about god and where they find meaning in their lives and that kind of thing and i think both of you guys are really interesting uh when it comes to conversations about religion Tell me about your two churches. What are they like? So, um, the old church that I go to is the bread and wine. Okay, okay. Right. So you've got, the, yeah. you've got the traditional like bread and wine church that you go to with your family okay. in the morning. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what's the other one? And the other one, uh, um, that's in the afternoon church. So my other one in the afternoon church is... Um, they do different um, activities there. Okay. Um, she may like it. She uh, loves it. I don't. Um, it's your favourite. It's not my favourite. <laughs> it it's fine for it to be your favourite, but it's not my favourite. <laughs> but it is. We don't have to like all the same things. Why, why don't? Why is it not your favourite? Um, I don't like church. Okay. Um, no. Um, <laughs> no. What she does is have beatboxing. I don't beatbox. Of course you don't. Don't tell me. <laughs> of course I don't. Of course. She likes to. She 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 likes to pretend to be beatboxing. I I think I've heard you beatbox. See, it's very much pretend beatboxing. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna make you do it. No. Um, so so for me in my other church that I go to on Sunday, um, you start around like twelve okay. and finish at three o'clock. In the afternoon. Three hours? Yeah, three hours. Wow. Um, and that's we, your second service? Of the day. So you've yeah. gone to like four hours of church on Sunday? Yeah. Wow. You yeah. really like church? Yeah. Wow. And then when I was there, we did like different activities from there. So, um, so we did like drama, we did like drama, acting, sister rapping. Okay. Um, so it's not. It sounds like yeah. it's not just your classic boring sit down, stand up, sit down, sing um, song it, kind of it's church. It's just about. It's just about sitting down. It's just about everyone to have fun. Okay. And um, all of those babies in the church that I meet in the afternoon. Yeah. They are singers. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and as I'm I'm a man and. And my friends are my favorite rappers. Okay. Right? In church? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all of my friends were like um, emptying rappers and then the microphone. Okay, okay. And then um, I was uh, asking it too as well. Okay. And then um, they just, um, they, they just like my thoughts in really. So it sounds like it's a really fun place to go, actually. Yeah. And then, um, and then, We've got like more vibes going on. Yeah. Inside the 
it's not the uh, Hamilton Church afternoon. Okay, okay. And then, uh, and then uh, we did it. Uh, within the version of the Hamilton or some of it. <laughs> um, it, it was like, um, we represent the hammer, we, we represent the hammer, hammer, hammer. Um, uh, is that um, hammer? But it's, only, it's a version of something that's like with Hammersmith. Right. So it's not your classic church song. It's not, yeah. like, it's not like a hammer, like bam, bam, bam. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So what are you hammering? Oh, we're not like hammering. We were like, uh, like um, all of my friends were like rappers. That um, all together was like because um, um, that's why I don't like yeah. church. That's why I don't like church because they hammer it in. I go, oh. I, I walk down Lewisham High Street. Every time I walk down Lewisham High Street, there was someone on the microphone hammering it in. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. Like that. Yeah, that's I don't it. like it. Yeah. No. I don't, I don't like, like it. Either. And one time, I was minding my own business, walking into Iceland's to get my Christmas shopping. This was Christmas Eve, and I had my headphones in, my music in. This is like last year, two, maybe two years ago. And this woman who was preaching, because I didn't hear anything, um, she grabbed me by the shoulders and she just started praying for me, like Whoa. shaking, praying for me. I didn't ask for it or nothing. That's like a prayer assault. Yeah, it was That's a prayer a assault. I did not appreciate it at all. Um, this, um, this, this is what you should do. This right, is, tell me, please, um, enlighten me. When somebody is up to somebody else, and if you're listening to your music or your headphones or whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. and that someone wanted to do a live performance or live show in a different way or different mm-hmm. areas, right? um, you don't need to uh, pray for them or anyhow. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so, um, so, it's just like, um, wanting to get the attention yeah. from it, so okay. um, so that's why. Um, so if you want to say something, you can say something in your own way, yeah. but you don't need to embarrass other yeah. other, other, other people. I'm glad we agree about that process. Yeah. I think you're right because yeah. it's just a bit much. So so I'm interested because. Um, Vicky, you and I met in church at a time when we were both super into church. We were. Oh, um, you did? We yeah, met at church. Yeah, that's, that's how right. We met. That's right. So Vicky and I used to go to the was same she church. Or is she bad? Well, at the time, she was very good. Oh. And now? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I, like, I remember you and I kind of went, like, we became really good friends, especially there was a time when you were ill, I think, for yeah. about a year when we hung out quite a lot. And in that time, we were both kind of on a journey. Both of us were kind of at a place where we were not really that comfortable with the kind of church that we'd met in, which mm. was very kind of happy, clappy, evangelical, like that kind of church. Um, and I guess I'm curious about your journey from that time when we met in church mm. to where you are now, where you mm. don't really like the church. Mm. Like, what's what changed? What's the, I mean, I know that's a massive question. Yeah, it's a big question. Like, I think I can pinpoint it to one specific thing. And so on in that year when I was off, our mutual friend, That's he right. took me to a place called Cafe Arts okay. um, when I was sort of like recovering. So I was able to do a bit more activity as a volunteer. And for the first time that I remember in my life, I properly like met someone with a learning disability. Um, she was called Vicky and she kept saying, oh, two Vickies, two Vickies like this. And she made me feel really welcome. And I like literally like I was there for about twenty minutes and I had the time of my life. 
and I went into the toilets and not in a like not in a weird way, but I went into the toilets and I cried my eyes I don't out. Know. I quite no, I didn't I don't want to go. I'm telling my emotional story. Okay. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. No, I didn't go to the toilet, I cried I cried. Because right. I was just like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. It just hit me like nothing else had ever hit me. Like, and I don't mean it in a cheesy way. I just meant like in a like I'm home. I felt yeah. like I'd reached a home. It wasn't like oh, I really want to help these people for them. I felt at home. That's yeah. all I can really describe it as. And from that moment, I haven't really looked back. And I went back to university after I'd recovered, and I started working in this big residential home with like. 44 adults with learning disabilities and I got really into it and um, I started having a lot of questions so the church I was going to at the time and um, they were of the belief that like the, re- the the way you became a Christian is you said a special prayer and you let Jesus into your heart and I was working with a lot of people who one couldn't talk um, two even if they could talk they wouldn't be able to understand Jesus yeah. like and you wouldn't be able to explain a concept to them and I was saying to my friends at the time at church like well how does Sheila become a Christian and how does Tony become a Christian because um and and they didn't really have any answers and they started getting quite angry with me I think as I was challenging them and they sort of like I felt like I was pushed out of the friendship group a little bit because I was like having a lot of questions that I didn't feel people could really answer um and at the same time that's when I started going to a meeting which is which is where I met Francis, which was like fifty people with and without disabilities, intergenerational, like incredible community of people that like work together, very like sort of non institutional, like proper like quality people. Yeah. And just very like um welcoming and very inclusive in the way that I'd never experienced. And so I ended up going um, I was still at church and I ended up going to my friend's wedding, Andy, who sadly passed away, didn't he? And Andy had cerebral palsy and he was getting married to one of his old carers, Bruce, who's not disabled. I know um, And they, it was like a beautiful um, love story, mm-hmm. like of these, of these two people that had found a connection and against all the odds, you know? And um, so I was going to their wedding and I remember like lots of people in the church taking me to the side trying to persuade me not to go. Um, sort of like saying, you know, it's it's okay for you to be friends with them, but like by going to the wedding, you're sort of like um, uh, saying that you agree with it, and you're sort of like As in because there were two guys because they were two right. homosexual, mainly because they were gay. Like, yeah. um, I don't, I think it still challenged people, obviously about all, all of it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just sort of felt like at the time because I was so. Um, in love with Miki, it was like a honeymoon period. At the same time, the church being so openly sort of critical, yeah. I sort of knew where my path was leading. Yeah, yeah. And I felt like everything that I had wanted to get from church, which was like a sense of community where you could actually be yourself yeah. and a, a meaning, a purpose, like a sort of, I knew that I wanted to be able to get on with a whole different loads yeah. of people, learn how to speak to someone who can't speak you know that's what I felt like my purpose was and so I got all of that from Miki and I and I felt like le- church became less valuable yeah. to me because I felt like whatever God feeling whatever spiritual feeling I was getting that from from Miki I wasn't yeah. getting it at church I didn't feel it at church anymore when you crying in church um I wasn't crying in church I, 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 I really didn't cry in church mm-hmm. Was it uh, tears of joy? 
when I was crying at the community centre where I met Vicky, the two Vickies, I was crying with joy. That's how I worked in that. <laughs> That's how I worked in that. Because so, sometimes yeah. I do cry. Yeah, just at the end that time. Like, yeah, um, I was crying like yeah. like like I'd won X Factor. Right, right. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good so X Factor's quite old, isn't it? It is. Okay. Yeah. Is that anyway? So that so it, do you have any choirs? Do I have choirs? What in the kind of church I get? Hang on, choirs or choir or choirs? <laughs> yeah. <what? laughs> <I can't go. laughs> that is so weird to say. Say it. choirs or choirs. Choir or Choir. No. You can't say. <laughs> <laughs> choir. Okay, choir. Do you have any choir? I do. Um, so I haven't been to church in probably about a year, partly because of COVID, um, but also because up until about two years ago, I worked for the church. So I had to be in church every Sunday. And probably similar to, you know, you were saying you go to church for four hours on a Sunday. I probably did that over two or three services, um, and then there was stuff in between the services as well. And now that I don't work for the church anymore, I'm just really enjoying having a little holiday from church. So I am like a, I would call myself a Christian, like I still am religious, and my plan is to go back to church. But at the moment, I'm quite enjoying just bumping up to church. You sing in church? Yeah, the kind of church that I go to, yeah, we sing, we have choirs, and... It's very. It's more like your Sunday morning church. It's quite traditional. We have bread and wine. Mm-hmm. We have choirs and robes and that kind of thing. We have actually altar service. Altar service. Yeah, yeah. That, it's that kind of church. We have all of that. Yeah. Oh. Is there a story coming? No. Um, no. Because um, even when you get like the altar server, they uh, they just like help the priest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are yeah. you an altar server? Yes. Are you? Yes. Oh. I am an auto server. So I'll tell you what, Francis, what, now you're back. What, I wanted to ask you something because I found okay. out earlier on, before we were recording when we were chatting over there, you said that your mum is a Christian and your dad is a Muslim. Yes. And, and it sounds like you've gone. You no, you told me that. Oh, yes. I yeah. Yeah. Just before we started talking. And so you've gone down the road of being a Christian. Why did you go down the Christian road and not the Muslim road? Uh, well, my dad is Muslim. Yeah. And, um, Christian. Yeah. Because uh, as a Christian, I take red and white. Okay. Um, my dad doesn't. But did you ever think about being a Muslim? No. Because no, I'm, I'm a Christian. Okay. Okay. Because I, I, I take red and white. Yeah. And yeah. my dad doesn't. Okay. Do you sometimes go to the mosque with your dad and do your prayers? Pardon? Do you sometimes go with your dad to the mosque yeah, and do, do you. prayers? Yeah. 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 Do you like it? Yeah, yeah, I went to the mosque um, when we were in Nigeria, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Because cool. my dad was a Muslim. Yeah. So, uh, so we have to, like, um, we don't have any, uh, in Nigeria, they don't have any bathroom. So, what we do is, uh, inside the mosque, we use, like, uh, like a, like a small, Kettle. Okay. Um, yeah, because the part of it, um, we do so often that we put like a, like a big, um, kettle thing. And it, uh, it's a kettle thing, it has got like a water yeah. in it. So, first of all, it's like a traditional way. So, we have to wash our hair uh, three okay. times. 
And then we have to wash our feet three times. Yeah. And then we have to wash our nose for three times. Okay. And then we wash our, our mouth for three times. Yeah. And then all together, um, we deliver inside the same mask. We do like a different set of praying. Yeah. Yeah. So a different set of, of praying we go like, like that we we put our hand onto our ears. Okay. And then we go like this onto our side like this. Yeah. And then we put it like this on the bottom like that. And then we have to do each one for three times. Okay. So that's a part of that's a part of our tradition of praying. That's cool. So are you Christian and also a bit Muslim? Yeah. Yeah. I'm half Christian and half Muslim. Okay, okay. Because um, I can't eat pork. Oh, you do not eat pork? No. Okay, you so, you do, so you follow some of the Muslim rules as well as some of the Christian. Yeah, that's why I stopped eating uh, bacon. Okay, okay. You did have ham in your sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> you did have ham in your sandwiches, morning. Yeah, I did have yeah, ham in the morning because... Uh, because I know it's my breakfast time. Okay. So no. you're allowed to eat pork at breakfast time. It's Pardon? pork. Pork is pig, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm ready. Um, I can't believe I'm telling you this okay. uh, now because I, I, I did have uh, pig pork because um, it was on that same day. It's like a roast day. And we, we had like a pig roast. Okay, okay. So sometimes you don't eat pork. Yeah. Okay. I don't eat pork. But that's, so I think it sounds to me like you're doing what you can. You're doing your best. And I think that's the best thing that a person can do. So you're not kind of completely 100%. I'll never even look at a slice of ham, but you try your best not to eat too much pork. Is that yeah. Right? Yeah. That's cool. That works. I've been to a mosque. I really enjoyed it. And I prayed here in East London. Okay. And, and I prayed with him as well. So, um, so, so, so when you entered the mosque, um, did they offer you actual like, fake kettle with the water inside? No, I don't know why, but we didn't do all of that. It was in East London Mosque, which is huge. I think it's the biggest mosque in the country. So there's loads of people, hundreds of people there. This is before COVID. And I had to take my shoes off. Yes. But I didn't have to wash or anything like that. So oh, maybe, okay. I don't know, maybe they're a little bit. I don't know, slightly different, or maybe because I wasn't a Muslim, maybe they they didn't mind that I didn't do that stuff. I'm not really sure. Oh, but yeah. You covered yourself with your head. I don't think so. I can't remember. It's quite a long time ago, but I don't think I had to cover my head. I think the yeah, ladies had to cover their people, heads. Yeah, because some people have had a um, had like a tradition of how they put their scarf over their head. That's right. In different religions. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But that's mostly women, isn't it? I think it's the scarf yeah, over their head. Yeah. Yeah. And some men you wear turbans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's in Sikhism. That's Gafri. Hmm? Gafri's religion is Sikh. Yeah. Yeah. You see where a turban is. No. Okay. Sometimes. I don't think he does. Maybe okay. for weddings. He does okay. for weddings. That's cool. So, um, Vicky was talking earlier on about, you know, lots of people go to church because they want to find that feeling of, like, coming home, being in a place where they can relax, be themselves, come to life. 
And Vicky, you were saying that you found that in kind of the Miki and in the community of working with people with learning difficulties and disabilities. And, and almost when you got to that point, you, like you almost didn't really need the church anymore because you found the thing that you were looking for, you found the fulfillment. Yeah. Um, I still grapple with it, but yeah. Still grapple with? I think like sometimes I find it, I'm still processing like, um, you know, like when you have more of a formal uh, under, uh, opinion that there's a God and he or she or they are like interested in your every move and like if something goes wrong, it's part of a plan and stuff. I don't really know why I'm at with, with that and I don't think I really believe it if I'm honest. Mm. But it's like quite nice to like think that someone really cares about like everything you're doing. Yeah. And so I suppose like whereas I do have a lot of meaning in my life and I feel really clear about like I think a lot about um when I die like what I want to be remembered for especially because I'm I've decided not to have children so I think a lot about my legacy and like what you know what I want to do in the world and 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 that's like how I live um but I kind of do miss that idea of like you know just feeling like there's someone who was there do you feel like that, Marcus? Does your does your faith, Christianity and Islam both, does that give you that feeling of like you've always got somebody there with you, or you've always got God with you? You see what I mean? So does does the fact that you're a Christian, does that make you feel like God is always with you, that you're never alone? Um, You have to like take your Bible every day. You read your Bible every day? Not too often. No, no, me neither. It's okay. <laughs> so, when you think of God, do you, what do you think of? Do you think of a person in the sky? Or is it more like someone in your heart? Or like, or, um, or none of those things? God is like a person. Okay. Um, and so, um, maybe it's like, uh, Crying, maybe like crying for help. Because when, when, because um, sometimes you have like a lot of mistakes with his, with his father. Um, for example, like Adam and Eve. Yeah. Um, first of all, um, um, Eve offered uh him an apple. That's right. And then uh, it's like a poison apple. Mm. And then all of a sudden, um, Ozana had a friend, um, that friend betrayed him. And he was, um, then Ozana, um, was crucified on the cross. I know that story. Ozana? Yeah, Ozana. Ozana. Yeah, she was like, for example, Ozana was like, uh, like, like that. And then all like of those, um, all of those, um, bad tribes, um, they have a, they use a part of the nail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the part of the hand. Mm. Yeah. So when you are like that on the cross, they have the nail onto his palm of the hand, mm. the same as the other hand. Mm. So if you went like that on the cross. Okay. And then, and then when you are, are like that, um, so, Trying to reach up to his 
Father, like, um, can you please help me to, can you please help me to uh, rise me up or mm -hmm. something like that, that and to, um, to help him. Are you talking about Jesus right now? Um, not right now. No. So no. do you believe in Jesus? Yeah, I do. So who's Asana? Different to Jesus. Yeah, it's different to Jesus. Okay. okay. It's different to Jesus. Some people call him Jesus. Some people call him Zeus. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it's kind of, uh, that's interesting. So I I wonder if growing up with Christianity and Islam means that you're quite open to lots of different religions. And let's say if there's only one God, but we're all different in the way that we understand God. So yeah. we all have different words for God. And so me as a Christian, I would say God and I would talk about but a Muslim would talk about Allah and maybe talk about Isa, the prophet. And, and then, you know, in ancient times, people talk about Zeus and Odin and Thor and those guys. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I wonder if we could also, you know, that experience, yeah, that feeling. Yeah, like, yeah, like Hercules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those kinds of stories. When you were like, watching the Hercules, um, this guy, um, there's this guy, like, um, hanging up in the middle of the uh, of the um, of the um, middle of the cave or something. Okay, okay. And uh, and he was like looking up up to Zeus. Okay, right, okay, yeah. right. So, but uh, what I'm wondering is, is that feeling that Vicky's described that feeling of like feeling at home, feeling like you're in the right place, feeling so emotional that makes you want to cry with joy because you're so happy that you found the place where you're supposed to be, whether that's just another way of understanding this thing that I call God, but you know, you can call it whatever you want, like spirituality, meaning, faith. But he still, but he still loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, certainly that's what I believe. Yeah, that's what um, oh, God is said to, uh, to show is love for us yeah as people exactly yeah he, i don't believe in god though yeah i knew you did believe in god but me I don't and think. him believe in god <laughs> i don't think well i'm not sure <laughs> 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 i mean yeah but yes. yeah that, so i'm so i don't want to make it sound like i'm saying hey look you are a christian after mm. all and look clearly god is real what i'm saying is that throughout all of human history as far as I know, we've craved that thing, that moment that you've mm. described of like, I'm at home, I'm safe, I'm loved, I'm in the right place, this is my community, these are my people. And I wonder if religion is a way of like giving a language to that. Mm. So we call it God, and mm. we call it the Holy Spirit, whatever. But mm. actually the experience, whatever you call it, is kind of the same thing. I'm mm. just like, yeah, that's like the sign of the cross. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Hyde, so, so, Hyde is, is a, is a name of the Father. That's right. Son. Yeah. Holy Spirit. Yeah. That's it. You do that in your traditional place. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, um, how you do it with the thumb, right? We have to lick our thumb like this. And then we have to, uh, do like a cross on the forehead. Oh, yeah. A cross. Of, of, of the chest. Yeah, yeah, I do that as well. Yeah, so you've got on the mouth and then on the chest. Yeah, yeah. That's 
about God be on my mind, on my mouth, and in my heart. Yeah, so God will be on your mind, and God will be always in our heart. Yeah, yeah. That's how love is. Yeah. So is God in your mouth? Huh? Is God in your mouth when you... He took me all the time. When you told my auntie that she just like Bill Clinton. What? <laughs> 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 it's just, it's just that. There's evidence for <laughs> the whole world. What did say? Was God on your mind when you um, took the barkeys birthday cake from the gate to <laughs> <it> all yourself. Vicky! <laughs> 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 no, no, that's what I'm interested in because <laughs> I think that you love the tradition of church. <laughs> I think you love the, all the community. But I think when you're not at church, this is my opinion as one of your best friends, when you're not at church, I think it goes out the window. Because I think that obviously it's not your fault. What? But okay, so what what does God tell you to do? What are the rules? To do the back thing. Yeah, so what are the rules? What, what are the rules? What rules are you talking about? So are you are you meant to um are you meant to look at other women when you're in a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a girlfriend now. All I'm saying is, right. She won't watch. She, I'm sure she won't watch. No, it's sure she won't watch. Um, <laughs> this is that. I know. But what I'm saying is, because I don't believe in God. No, you don't. Right. So you probably think that that's a bit bad. I'm bad for what? You probably think that's a bit bad that I don't believe in God. No, you don't. And, you, and you're always trying to say, you should believe in God, go to church, la la la. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I think not of that one. Yeah. Um, listen to you this one. Um, me and Vicky went to one of our shows. Um, it's like some like hip hop. Yes. Um, um, no, no, it was Frankenstein. Yeah. How yeah, 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 it was a musical show. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did a song. Um, version from it. What's it called? So basically, one of the songs um, was called Genius. <laughs> so it's about Frankenstein. And um, we were in the front row, and it was like Genius, like that. And it was like a really good song. Yeah. And we just looked around, and Francis in the front row going, Jesus, <laughs> like really loud, like to the point where you probably put off the performers. You were just like, Jesus. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come to Francis's defense here <laughs> against your, your right. attack. Yeah, yeah. Because, so I would say being a Christian. Mm. is not about rules. It's not about doing the right thing. But Francis thinks it is. Do you think it is? Really? I th- so I think, and tell me what you think, okay, you can disagree with me, tell me if you think I'm wrong. I think, for me as a Christian, I break the rules, I swear and sure. do naughty things, and probably look at other women, even when I was in a relationship, I do all of that stuff as well. But, that's not, that doesn't mean that God's angry with me. The whole point, I think, of Christianity is wherever you are, Whatever you're doing, it's okay. God loves you. It's okay. You're safe and you're held. So whether you could be, you know, 
a sex worker and God still loves you. You can have an OnlyFans page. You can be but so you're still a Christian, even if you're doing stuff which maybe some people think is naughty. Well, what do you mean by sex helper? I didn't say helper, I said worker. You use a sex worker. Yeah, yeah. Why did you say those kind of no words? Well, because some people think that what those people do is naughty. But I don't think Jesus, I don't think God does. I think the whole point is, it's okay. Like, whatever, even if you ate that whole cake by yourself. That's not true. Maybe you shouldn't have done that. Maybe you should have, I don't know. But the point is that, it's okay. You you can still call yourself a Christian. You can still be loved by God. But what do you think? Do you do you think? I think that's lovely. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, I'm interested because I I think I know you quite well, and I think in the nicest possible way, I think you can be quite judgmental about other people, oh, right? Nice. You can be quite judgmental, <laughs> but you oh. do not like other people judging you. No, right. So <laughs> no. let's just say, let's just say, um, I'm not going to use the word sex worker because I know that you don't know what that word is. Yeah. So if someone, they were doing their job, yeah, was to have sex with different people and they get paid for it, like a prostitute, yes, <clears throat> can they still be a Christian? Can you be a Christian and go to church on Sundays and then have your job as having sex with people and, and getting money? Can you do this? Can you go to church and be a prostitute? No. That's what I thought uh, you were going to say. See, I no. disagree with you. I think you can. But Tim thinks that you can. can. I think anybody can be a Christian. Anybody. Whatever things that they do, whether we think that they're naughty oh, that's, or not. Oh, yeah, that Charlie Sheen does. Sorry? <laughs> that, that, that Charlie Sheen. It's a big fan what? of... Charlie Sheen, yeah. You're a big fan of, um, what's it called? Two and a half men. Oh, two and yeah, a half, half men. men. Okay, oh, okay. Um, yeah. With Charlie Sheen, yeah. right, he was like sick of many positive. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, because he had a breakdown, didn't he? he yeah, did very well for a while. And um, he, he um, for him, he doesn't respect any women. So, for example, he I can't believe that he selected a uh, teacher. Yeah, um, no date teacher. Um, I can't believe that he that he went to his brother's uh, his wedding day. We're talking about in the show, not in real life. Not in real life. Okay. And then all of a sudden, the brother of Charlie was Adam Harper. Okay. And all of a sudden, um, they did um, at the back of the church. Um, the back of the church was at the door. Okay. And they didn't have any sex behind it. Okay. They like um, she was at the back of the door and she was standing at the front. Um, yeah, and then like um, um, the, like um, she was like um, banging the door um, open, open, open the door like that. Yeah, yeah. And then all, all of a sudden, um, the wife's supposed to get married to the husband. Right. Okay. Okay. So. You know Charlie Sheen in his show, in the show, not in real life, Charlie Sheen, you know he's having sex with prostitutes. Yeah. Can, could he be a Christian and go to church on Sundays? Okay. Like you, could he come to your church even though he's having sex with prostitutes? Of course he can. Okay. 
Oh. So because you know you him. You do. <laughs> <laughs> you never know which way it's going to go. <laughs> All right, what about someone who takes drugs? Drugs? Yeah, someone who takes drugs. Drugs like crack. Yeah, like crack. Go on. Of course you can. You've changed your Okay, great. Well I'm really glad. <laughs> so we're all on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, um yeah, um that's um but if um someone you want to hide a prostitute and if you wanna have um if they um hide a prostitute and that prostitute wants to um have sex with you mm-hmm. in a um different way. Um um, I can say it, uh, it's a, a drug to staff. Oh, wow. That's one way, yeah, that's one of the ways. <laughs> and um, the only different one, the only different one that I say is an old bashing way. Okay, great. So, <laughs> we can make this a podcast about that if you want. <laughs> I won't say this. That's not. Don't ask Tim about the question he always asks. No. What's your question? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. Answer what you are. Francis likes to ask people if they like to do it in the old fashion. <laughs> <laughs> like okay. lots of people, lots of, like you know, new support workers, like you okay, know, head okay. teachers, people that want to give us money or maybe decide not to give us money. <laughs> um, isn't it true? I know you are a man. I'm a man. Um, isn't it true? Where um, where um, where's the positive? Um. Like when you become pregnant or birth to a baby, isn't it true or not true that you can go to a dangerous and that prostitute gives birth to a baby? Can you be a married man? I think you, can, you don't have to go to Vegas for that. You could probably do that here in this country. People do go to Vegas because you can get married really quickly in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. That's you don't have to go to Vegas. I don't know. I don't know if it's all fashion. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds pretty futuristic to me. Do you oh. so hang on, right? So Charlie Sheen, yeah, going back to Charlie Sheen, he's had sex with lots of prostitutes, which is a bit naughty. He can still go to church, he can come to church with you, even though, you know, he's maybe breaking some rules. Is he going to heaven? He's in heaven already. Did he die? No, Charlie Sheen's still alive, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Charlie Sheen is still alive. Um, so, do you have to... Do you mean he's in heaven because he's sleeping with lots of prostitutes? If you do lots of sin, like that sort of stuff, do you get to go to heaven or not? Can you, like, steal coke from, like, KFC... Beg at the chicken shop. Um, if I, um, really it, specific things. <laughs> um, if I do all of those uh, things the way I used to uh, do it, um, if all of the prostitutes want to, if the if all the prostitutes want to use me to set, I'm in fine with it. <laughs> okay, so you've done all of that. So you've done some sins, which God might see those as sins in your sort of church. Where so then you let's say you died when you're old, yeah, and you get to heaven, is God going to say, yeah, Francis, you, like, you know, begged at the chicken shop and, like, mixed some, like, cake, cake and, like, Even took your, like, water bottle to um, KFC and filled it up for free. 
God's really and, petty. And, and like, and like, slept with some prostitutes. You can come to heaven. Is he going to say that? Really? Well, the audio listener, Francis is nodding. <laughs> <laughs> but what if he doesn't? What if he's like, no, you um, have disobeyed me. Well, um, it was for me, and um, when um, when my when my mom told me that if I'm doing the bad thing or the wrong thing, she like to correct me. Yeah. And if um, I I know I've got a sin inside of me, because I know he still um, be with me and loves me all the time. Oh, that's nice. So uh, I've got like a boundary for me because when I go. Outside there, um, it was like a, um, what's going on out in the earth that mm. is not safe, like a pandemic or the coronavirus that is still there. Um, I stopped going, I stopped, I stopped, I was sneaking up in the house. Um, and, and when we go to the shopping center, um, what he said is true. Um, when I, Found like an empty bottle or empty cup. I it's not kerosene. Okay. Uh, it isn't um, isn't um the first filled area inside okay. the shop. Um, uh, I've got a problem of me by drinking a lot of fizzy drink. Okay, which okay. For me, I, I, um, that I can't do. Right. So she likes to like um, I've got a boundary where there's a limit to stop myself not to. Any bad things, yeah. Cool. So that's so, um, yeah, that's what we all do, whether we're religious or not. We all, like, all of us have like a sense of what's good for us and what's bad for us, yeah. what's good for the people around us, and what's bad yeah. For us. So we all kind of try to make those decisions, yeah, whether or not we're religious. And I think for me and my faith, the, the point of it, the reason why I believe in it. So I think I think there's good religion and there's bad religion. Mm. And bad religion says, here's all the things that you have to do, and here's all the things that you mustn't do. And if you do this and you don't do these, then you'll be okay and God will love you. And so you you spend your whole life thinking like, oh no, I've messed up again. Now God's going to be angry. The good religion at its best says, you don't need to worry. You're just a human being. Sometimes you'll make mistakes, and sometimes you'll be brilliant. It doesn't matter which side of that you are, you're still okay, God still loves you. Do you know Justin Timberlake? I do know Justin Timberlake, not personally. Yeah, the part of his song where he sings, What Comes Around Goes Around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he's got a friend. Um, what kind of a friend that, that uh, when Justin Timberlake got a girlfriend and you know, someone came along, wanted to be with your friend, and that same friend want to want to love with another girl. Because mm-hmm. uh, a part of the song that I remember is where this girl loves with the same man, and that same man loves uh, Justin Timberlake's girlfriend in the music video. And then yeah, and then and then all of a sudden, um, because that person beat him, beat him up, and yeah. beat him up. And then after that, um, then the girlfriend, um, the the same girlfriend went back to um, her car, and then the car just like it shows like driving so fast away from Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And then 
the car to, to park by itself. Literally off. Really? Yeah. It's like the whole big of fire ashes was on the road and the girl was on the ground unconscious. So if you do bad things, then bad things will happen to you. Exactly, yeah. And you believe that? Because you you cannot fall in love with the same women, the way the women love another friend. Do you believe that if bad things happen, if you do bad things, and bad things will happen to you? I think so. I was talking about this with a friend the other day. The way I would describe it is, um, if you go swimming in a swimming pool and you take a pee in the swimming pool, you're making the pool worse for everyone else, mm. but you're also making it worse for yourself because you're still having to swim in a peed in pool, right? So, I think when you do bad, it's not like I don't think there's like a god or the universe or whatever, like, punishing you. If you do something bad, then I'll do something bad to you. It's more like when you do stuff that's hurtful to people, you're making the world slightly worse, and you're making it worse for yourself as well as for everybody else. You're, you're swimming in a peeing pool. Oh, what's the sweet swimming No, I don't. No. Definitely not. And, I mean, I haven't even got on to pooing in the pool. Well, I'll save that for another podcast. Yeah, definitely. In our jobs, we've seen a bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to go. We won't that. die once. Um, and in fact, look, we've just gone over an hour, oh. so I think that's probably quite a good place to end it. In the pissy um, pool. Let's end it in the pissy pool, in the pissing pool. So, you're going to heaven. I'm still alive. I'm going to heaven. No, you're not. You're still alive. You're going to heaven. You're still alive. I'm, I'm already there. Tim's already there. Or oh, let's. Right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll tell you what, before we finish, Francis, you can have the last word of this podcast. Is there anything you want to say to the people who listen to this podcast, people who are going to watch this on YouTube? Is there anything you want to tell them about religion, about Blink, about anything you want? About rapping, about cakes. <laughs> what's, what's the final word for this podcast? We want to do a wrap. <laughs> oh, don't rap. make me do that rap. Okay. Okay, um, we could, we could. I, I, I would do it with you, I would do it with him. Okay, are you ready okay. for rapping, Tim? Yeah. Let's have an ADC rap battle. Okay, let me. Hang oh, on. No, do, what, do I have to improvise a rap? I can't do that. Why not? Because you need to do a cat and a shot and a headshot. You're right, I do. Stop and look. Okay. Um, okay hang on, hang on. <laughs> You're gonna kick my ass. Okay, here we go. Last word from Francis is a rap battle. Which I regret. Yo, 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 uh, yo, yo. It's just absolute self-got a dream. Being different is no team. Stop my friend, it's no forecast. Yeah, I'm not old, I'm a new team. This is absolutely stupid, my street dream. For my rap shirt, we can on a trip dream. I've got the heat, I've got the heat. I bounce it on your feet. Me and Jim, what in the street? I drop my shirt, get it on my feet. What do you mean? I've got 16. 
I'm a good I'm at to the position. I'm on the computer. I'm on television. I bring it to redemption. I'm on motivation. I've got to move forward. I've got to look for people and protection. I've got to face. I've got to sustain. Think process is all my rage. This does that is what we see. We got my point in case of two. Look at my body, but also around two. Just love that is on you. Can't believe you can get on stupid. Um, as a man, um, man, I'm not going to I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'm the best. It's on that test. Peaky Anderson is on that test. I'm Francis Galaxy. I'm doing a success. So that was my conversation with Vicky and Francis. I hope you enjoyed it despite the not great audio. Um, I hope that you got a vibe for just the, the awesome relationship that uh, Vicky and Francis have with each other um, and I hope that you found it as uh, joyful a conversation as I did to take part in um, cool so that's pretty much it for today this month's episode and um, just let you know I've been this year I've been pretty good at uploading these on the first of every month pretty regularly um, I this episode comes out on the first of September so if you're listening to it on the day that it comes out you're also listening to it on the day that I start my new job as a hospital chaplain um, I'm really looking forward to starting that job, but I also am aware that it's going to be full on and it's going to be tiring and I'm not 100% sure what my working hours are going to be yet, which is all the way of saying that my plan is very much still to upload another episode of God or whatever on the 1st of October. Um, But if if it's not there, if it doesn't appear in your feed on the 1st, you know why. Um, uh, I... I haven't got a guest lined up. I will work hard to get one. Um, but I also need to make sure that I'm cutting myself some slack uh, and dealing with the the tiredness of starting uh, a new and challenging job. Um, but I will do my best and I hope that there will be an episode on the 1st of October. And if there's not, it won't be too far behind. Um, I do have another mini episode lined up that'll come out in hopefully a couple of weeks. Um and I also have Joy Story, the other podcast, which I record with Dan Mills DeBell, formerly of this show, um, which will come out at some point in September as well. So I love the sound of my own voice. And if you like it too, there are plenty of opportunities for you to listen to it, if that's your thing. Um, cool. I think that's everything. Uh, yeah, cool. All right. I hope you guys are all well. Thanks for listening. I do love you and I will see you at the next one, hopefully at the 1st of October, if not, not long after that. Okay, goodbye, peace out.